Welcome to That One Time in Business with me, your host, Casey Renee, a creative director and brand strategist who has a million and one stories and lessons to share. Now remember, these are our teachable moments with a twist and a laugh. So let's get started. Okay, so boom, we're here. And I'm going to talk about something that deeply, and I mean deeply, hurt my soul. And that is when I thought I had twelve motherfucking thousand dollars in my bank account that I did not have because I did what? I counted money that I never had, which was a red flag number one. We're going to just start these red flags that I brought upon my goddamn self off the break, okay? So I want to talk about that. I'm going to get my mind right. And action. Okay. So I had a potential client who was a referral and she basically hit me up and was like, okay, I would love to meet with you. I've seen your work. This is a no brainer for me. I mean, because I am who I am. I knew this was a no brainer. Duh. Um, and she was like, I will, I love your work, but I just want to get to know you more. So I'm like, cool. I get it. Checks and balances is business. You got to do what you got to do. So we had a consultation, you know, I made the best small talk ever. I made the best big talk. I talked numbers. I did all the things, right? And I'm like, all right, this shit is mine. You couldn't tell me different. Um, so we get off the phone and she was in need, so what her scope was, she was in need of a logo design package, um, some other collateral elements, and then a landing page for a website. So she's corporate. So, you know, I've raised it the corporate route. Mm-hmm. Ching, ching. Um, it was actually more than the $12,000. The first quote actually was $19,000, but we'll get into that. Negotiations. That's all a part of business. Do not be scared to negotiate as um, long as you feel as though it is fair for both sides. Um, so but we'll get into that. Um, so we had the conversation and I was like, this is great. And then she went silent. It, it went real styling. I said, okay, hardball. See what you're doing there. I get it. So I, I, I waited it out. Then I did the mandatory business appropriate follow-up. I sent the follow-up email. Um, I think I sent one like 24 hours later. Just saying thank you was really nice. Because the conversation was really good. Um, Still nothing. Okay. I know how this goes, you know, playing hardball again. So I said, Okay, I'm going to wait a little bit a while. So I had my COO because I was like, maybe I don't want to look too desperate. You know, I felt like I was dating. I felt like I was dating during this project. I I was like, I don't want to look too desperate, but I really would like this. Um, I like you. You know, I feel like you like me. So I had my COO, which would be like having my girl be like, you know, what is a good word for me? And she was like, got you, got you. So she sent the email. Still nothing. I'm like, damn. Was I that bad? Like, I thought I was doing great. She told me I was doing good, you know, shit. I don't know how dudes feel. But, um, so, <laughs> yeah, so time went on. A whole month went past. So in my mind, I said, well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think I got this one. I'm going to just keep it moving, right? Cool. So something hit me one day. It was like a month later, and I was doing like follow-up emails for a lot of clients. Please make sure that, that's a general thing. Make sure that you are following up with past and present clients. 
even if even if you did like a logo or design like a month ago, I was like, hey, just checking in to see if your logo still, you know, of good use to you. If you noticed anything, had any questions, because a lot of times people they they have questions about things, but they be like, well, I don't know if they're going to charge me or, you know, they just get worried about a lot of things. So make sure that you're also like touching base with people. So I was like, you know what? I'm doing my touch bases. Why not? Like, what the fuck? Do I got a little? She already went rogue. Um, so I was like, hey, you know, regardless of maybe I this wasn't a good project, I still want to keep the communication because again, the conversation was really good. So it's like, I would love to continue to converse with you about business if something else ever comes in. Do not just be out here burning bridges. I mean, that bitch is ablaze right now. But at the time, you know, I was like, don't burn bridges, Casey. Just keep it going. So I was like, you know, um, and again, my success in all your endeavors. And then like a couple of days later, she was like, oh my gosh, we just got so sidetracked and so much stuff was happening, but we really do want to work with you. We had to put that project on hold. Okay, this is my this is my problem though. Let's let's cut for a second, ladies and gentlemen. We have to. I feel like I've said this before. We have to learn to tell people that either it's not a good time, it's not in our budget. We'll circle back with you. We got to say something because just going complete rogue on somebody, especially a business owner, because what we're going to do is we're going to internalize thinking something's wrong with us, just being honest. Then on top of that, we're going to continue to reach out if you really didn't tell us no, because in our minds, like, oh, like she said, she was just busy, but, you know, how it's still my time when all she had to do to stop the light, the next two emails was say, Hey, this is still on our radar, but give us a moment. I think that's just the etiquette that needs to really kind of spread like wildfire through the, <laughs> through service provider community. When you ask people these things anyway. Okay. So she was like, you know, I'm still interested. I said, okay, cool. So then she has her liaison and get on the phone. You got liaison, baby. I got liaison too. See, I'll, I'll, I'll handle that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they meeting or whatever. And my COO, she comes back and says, they have a new scope. It's like a little bit different from before. And their budget is 10K. And I said, well, what's the scope? She told me the scope. And I said, no, we're going to take state. They wanted like two logos by this time. And I said, well, no. Um, because I know the power of a logo and I know how much logo and branding, if done right, will get you. So I was like, no, absolutely not. I said, we can do one logo because also this is a client that I know is very um, resourceful, not resourceful, but has a good reach and has a good network. So I did want to do the project and do right by the project. Um, so I was like, okay, we can do one. And then they came back and was like, ah, oh, we really need two, but we'll remove some more We'll move some other stuff, right? And I say, okay, well, let me see what I can do. So then I say, well, we can land at 12K. Um, in business, yes, your price is your price. However, I'm the also type of person that if you know that there is potential in a project, like, let's not be naive to that. Like, I felt that there was potential in this project for me. That's what was something I just felt. Um, so I said, okay, let's make this work. So she says, okay. They get on the phone again. Hey, all the numbers check out. Great. Send the contract and send over the invoice. 
baby, let me tell you, I don't know what y'all do, but whenever I'm about to get money, what do I do? I pull out pen and paper and I break it down. I'm like, this is due, this is due, this is due, add it up, add it up. All right, that leaves me this amount, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I knew I wanted some Crocs. I'm going to give me some new Crocs. This, like, I was, I had it, right? So I was like, this is easy. Give me a second. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still in my motherfucking field. Um, then my COO hits me and was like, hey, um, they want to know what would the price be if it was just one logo? I said, okay, what are we doing here? In my mind, it started feeling like a red flag. Y'all have to be very true to yourselves when you feel like shit is a red flag. Because we know when shit is about to be a red flag. And I was like, I said, this is about to be a red flag. I feel with all my heart that this is about to be a goddamn red flag. And ladies and gentlemen, we went back to, and I said, 10K. 10K, flat 10K, this is what it is. And then all of a sudden, it went rogue again. And when I say rogue again, we did not hear for them, I want to say, for another two weeks. It was like two weeks. I'm over it. Am I? (laughs) so i started to talk to my coo and i had to have real conversations because at the moment in my business i'm very transparent business was not doing well my business was going through a slow spurt i know when my slow months are this was just not good so i really could have used that twelve thousand. who couldn't use twelve who can't use ten thousand twelve thousand nineteen thousand like be the fuck for real it's my money and i need it now you know um so when that happened I just told my CEO, I said, I think we're just looking at this wrong. Like, I think this is a red flag. And I think the uh, dollar, the dollar amount is really blinding me. Not so much us, because I mean, she just kind of does what she, you know, she gets her suggestions. And then ultimately I make the decision. And I said, I think this is blinding, blinding me. And she goes, yeah, this is kind of like a little bit much for something that should be so cut and dry. And I said, yeah, I know. I said, let's just give it like one more week and see what happens. So we gave it that week. And the week, they just kept asking questions. Like, it was like questions that we, because by this point, we've been on the phone maybe like four or five times, you know? So I'm just like, I can't. I can't. Because, I mean, in honesty, I don't even think I really would have had it the way they were going. So I don't. I don't know if I ended first or I, I can't make that call. So I I I said to my CEO, I said, I need you to draft up a letter to send them just saying like, it's too many red flags. I don't think it's a good idea. Mind you, they have been going back and forth on the thread. I'm just CC'd on it. And she was like, well, I have something to do at the moment. Like, I think she was like at a, her son's baseball game or something, a t-ball game. And then, but that was good. I was glad because... Then my C- CEO ownership hat was like, nah, you got to handle this. Like, and you got to tell why, you know? So I ended up entering the thread and I was just like, hey, um, to be very, tr- well, chat GPT helped me. Because <laughs> there's no way hell I was going to do that shit by myself. But, you know, chat GPT held me down. Basically, I went in there and I said, how do you say I'm tired of these motherfucking red flags. 
you ain't about to give me no motherfucking money. So what the fuck you want me to do? And I'm tired of waiting on you. So I'm out this bitch. And then Chad GPT said, we do not do cuss words. We do not do profanity. And I said, I retyped it, but put like asterisks and exclamation marks in the middle of the cuss words. And it came out with something very good. I mean, of course it would. So it basically said, their words not mine because I would have said something totally different. But, you know, their words were basically, thank you for thinking of us. We were but I loved how it was those end of windows. We were excited to work with you because it had, we're not excited anymore because you have been nothing but red flags. And we say that, I said that um, I really love to work alongside businesses who trust in my agency because it allows me to do the best work that I can at a high caliber. Because in all honesty, the going back and forth they might not, it might not have been anything to them. It could have been all internal because we are talking about a big business. However, to me, it felt like you're crunching numbers because you're not trusting the work or you're not trusting that my work will, will yield the results that you were looking for. And then on top of that, when you have a client or a potential client that's always crunching numbers or always trying to be cheap about something, especially when you know they have money, it makes you feel like the project is going to be such a headache. They're always going to be over your shoulder, making sure that every dime that they spent is correct. And when you start to do stuff like that, then they start to interfere in processes. Things don't get done the exact way that they need to get done. And that's something that you have to understand and wrap your mind around. As much as you want to make it work and you want it to happen, that's the truth. It, it's never failed. When somebody's scared, when you're scared to spend money, don't you, how many times do you spend money and you knew you shouldn't spend it or it was on something that was frivolous or something you really wasn't buying into? You're always checking on something. You're always looking at the receipt. You're always, you're back on Amazon trying to find something cheaper so you can return this to get this. That's just, like you go through all these things and I don't ever, and I feel like with any business owner, you should never want your business to be viewed upon like that. You you work too hard for somebody to put self-doubt on your business or your brand. Um, so I just was like, you know, that's red flag to me. And I told her I, in the email, I said, this is not a good fit for my agency. Um, and not even in the future. And I had to make sure I said that too. And that was a security blanket for myself. Because if I had said, this is just not a good fit, that leaves the door open for them to come back and say, we're sorry if they wanted to. They might not have, you know, but they could have turned around and been like, because also I think that is a numbers game. So in the back end, they probably just wanted to see how low they could get me. But the fact that I said, not even in the future, I feel like, no, there's no possibility if you turn back around and say, okay, well, what about this? And this is it. Like, we're, we won't do this again. Let's just get started. I don't want none of that. I don't want to second guess any of the decisions I was making as a CEO. And that's hard. You know, but I wanted to stay firm in it. So I said, and I don't even want to work together in the future. Damn. And, you know, some people might be like, damn, you just really risk what they could have got it together in the back end. It could have been one person in the time in the team of five and they finally got together. And now you don't want any parts. But think about it. That one person could have made that whole project hell for me. And I, it's not worth it to me. You know what I'm saying? 
it, it, it inconvenienced a lot of things, but I am still proud about the decision that I made. I've never heard back from them since that email was sent. And that's fine too. So what I learned from it is to stand firm in what you believe. If you see those red flags, they're red flags. Like we're not going to try to paint them pink. We're not going to try to make them blue. They're red. They're bright red most of the time. So it's really important that we pay attention to those. Um, I also learned that I have to trust in myself a little bit more. I ultimately, I think that if my COO said she could have did it right away, I would have let her do it. But that what sometimes we have to realize, like, these are your decisions. You got to stand firm on and you need to vocalize it. Because the, if my COO, and she not even know, she could have sent the email back. She could have not said in the future. She could have left the door open. She could have been like, well, you know, and it, not all intentionally because she just wants the business to thrive. So she could have tried to make it look, make me look at it another way. But I'm like, no, this is, you don't need to do the dirty work for this one. I got this one. Um, so it was, it was very enlightening, you know, um, it hurt as a business owner. A lot of things that are happening in the culture of design right now are starting to hurt as a business owner. But I think that this is only just a hiccup, you know, um, and I am okay with everything that's going on. I do not at all regret my decision because I don't ever want somebody to treat my business as a second thought because I yield, I've been in the game, I yield results, and I love every damn thing that I do. Every time I open that computer, it is with a purpose. I open that computer with a purpose. So I'm happy in it. Um, to to her liaison, you were a gem. Oh gosh, she was so sweet. And she knew the value of what was going on. So she just kept saying like, you know, I understand. Like, basically, she was also basically saying it to say, like, but it ain't me. I swear to God, it ain't me. You know, it's not. It's them. Um, so that. But to the lady who kept stalling and changing the numbers, it might not even be the, the CEO the CEO, or I don't know who it was. But to whoever that fucking person was. Don't touch my money, bitch. Heard you on that funny shit. Feeling pressed to death. Listen, here, don't touch me, bitch. Stop playing my motherfucking money, okay? And even though I know I shouldn't have counted it. That was my goddamn money. You couldn't tell me different, but it's cool. Bigger and better. All right, bye. So did you enjoy the gems I dropped today or feel normalized after you push play? Well, feel free to like, subscribe, and share that one time in business with me, your host, Casey Renee. Now remember, we are all in this crazy shit together. <laughs>